Finding this podcast magical? Why not toss a coin to your Witches and a Druid podcast through the Acast supporter feature? It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to show your support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Canadian podcast about paganism in today's modern society. Hi, my name is Jennifer Hartman, and today I'll be reading my book, Old Mother Frost. The Old Mother Frost is a yuletide story of an ancient Norse goddess who sleeps all year long, waking only to make sure children are happy, healthy, and festive during the longest and coldest time of the year. Old Mother Frost, a children's yuletide story. There's one woman who's older than the oldest yuletide story. She is Old Mother Frost and she lives in the sky. She sleeps in a bed made of feathers all year and only wakes up when the days turn cold and nights grow long. When she wakes up, she shakes at her mattress. The loose feathers that fall from it turn to snow. During the 12 days of Yuletide, she comes down to Earth to check on children to make sure they are happy, healthy, and festive. When she comes down from the sky, she takes the form of a young woman. She wears a red hooded cloak and a crown made of holly and acorns. She calls herself Mother Halda. Mother Halda visits every home to make sure children are well. No one has ever seen her, but they know she is near when it starts to snow. The first thing she checks for is that the children are decorating their homes and crafting. Only then does she know they are festive. Next, she looks for a feast to make sure children are well fed. Only then does she know they are healthy. Before she leaves, she checks for a plate of cookies and a crackling fire. Only then does she know children are happy and warm. If the house is decorated, the children are full and cookies are by the fireplace, Mother Hulda leaves a gift at the front door. At the stroke of midnight on December 24th, Mother Hulda runs out of time. The snow carries her away to her home in the sky, where she turns back into Old Mother Frost and sleeps until next Yuletide. The End. Thank you so much for listening to my story, Old Mother Frost. I hope you enjoy your Yuletide. The First Yule by Laurel Once upon a time, long, long ago, a beautiful young woman lived on a blue and green island. She had many friends on the island, fairies, trees, flowers, rabbits, deer, and birds. 
but she was the only person who lived there. She wanted to share her friends and her secrets with other people just like her. So she began to give birth. Every month when the moon was hiding, she gave birth. For the first six months, she gave birth to daughters with dark skin and eyes. For the last six moons of the year, she gave birth to fair-skinned daughters. On the seventh moon of every year, the first mother gave birth to a magical sacred oak. As the years turned, many, many daughters were born, and quite a few oak trees as well. The daughters played games with the animals and each other. They climbed in the branches of the oak trees and gathered flowers with the fairies. One day, the firstborn daughter of the first mother gave birth herself. The first mother was very proud and happy. Her favorite friend, Oak Tree, who was very wise, gave her a silver crown to wear and told her she was now a grandmother. Soon, many of the daughters gave birth, and the island became an even happier place, full of babies and big girls and mommies who all played together with the animals, the trees, and the fairies. One winter night, when the moon was hiding, one of the daughters gave birth to a baby that was different from anything they had ever known. It was not a daughter. It was not even an oak tree. It was a baby boy. It was a very cold and dark night, the longest winter's night of the year. So all the daughters and all the animals were snuggled up together to keep cozy and warm. After their excitement of seeing a brand new baby born past, the daughters and the animals realized that the baby boy was not feeling well. He was not as strong or as warm as the babies and the trees that were usually born on the island. They began to worry about the new baby and tried to keep him warm. The animals with the furriest coats pushed up close to the mother and baby. The fairies sprinkled magic dust above him and the little girl sang wonderful songs and danced around and around the room. But the baby boy couldn't get warm enough, and soon he was too cold and tired even to cry or to drink the healing milk from his mother. The first grandmother was so afraid for the baby boy. She tried to hide her tears from her daughters and ran out into the forest. The snow was very deep and full of white glitter. She tried to walk, but it was just too deep. So her friend, the owl, carried up above the snow and filled the clouds deep into the magic forest where her firstborn, most sacred, wise friend, Oak, lived. The first grandmother intended to ask her friend for advice about the baby boy. When the owl reached the clearing where the sacred first oak tree lived, the grandmother gasped. There was no snow on the ground there, and in the middle of a perfect circle lay her friend the oak. The tree had fallen to the ground, 
and broken into a pile of logs and branches. She rushed to kneel beside the broken tree, and her teardrops turned into sparkling icicles upon her cheek. While she was trying to understand what happened to her dear friend, a coyote entered the circle and brushed up past her. First, the coyote kissed her tears dry and then whispered a secret in the first grandmother's ear. The grandmother nodded, and with the help of the coyote and the owl, she gathered the branches from her oldest friend, Oak, and they returned to her daughter and the baby boy. Using the gifts from the Oak and the secrets from the coyote, the grandmother built the very first fire that anyone on the blue and green islands had ever seen. The fairies were shocked. They had never seen anything dance like that without wings. The animals laughed. They had never seen colors so bright except on springtime flowers. The daughters didn't know what to do. They had never felt as anything as warm as the summer sand on the beach in the middle of winter. The mother brought the baby boy close to the edge of the fire, closer than everyone else. They were still just a little bit scared of this new thing called fire. The baby boy opened his eyes just a little bit and began to wiggle his fingers. Then he smiled and moved his toes too. When he was warm enough, he snuggled with his mother and drank her milk. Soon, everyone was certain that the baby boy would be okay, and they were all so happy. They danced around the fire, singing their favorite special songs and giving little gifts to the fire. The baby boy grew up strong and happy because of the gift of the first oak tree. He had many sons of his own and taught them all to plant acorns on the seventh dark moon of the year so that there would always be many, many oak trees on the island. Every winter, on the longest, coldest, darkest night of the year, all the people who lived on the blue and green island built a very special fire. They brought in a special tree and honored it and honored it with shiny ornaments and glittery fairy dust. They picked one very special branch or log and sang their favorite songs while they decorated it. Then they would give this beautiful log to the fire as a present. And the children would hear the story of the gift of the first oak tree. On the longest night of the year, whenever you light a candle, or build a fire. Remember the story of the first grandmother and the coyote who told her the secret. No matter how cold and dark it seems, the sun will always be reborn and bring us warmth and light again. Hello, everybody and happy solstice we are three witches and a druid sitting around the living room being all cozy <laughs> talking about our lives and experiences as modern pagans my name is Margot, and i'm Maeve. gwen and i'm brian so this is our yule episode it's gonna be relatively short 
but we're just mostly going to talk about how we're doing, where we're going, how we're looking forward to the new year, the turning of the wheel. Yeah. And also today, a lot of like we're recording this obviously not on Yule much, much before, but today Spotify came out with their like their rap, their Spotify rap. And basically it's Spotify just gives you a bunch of statistics and we got statistics for our podcast. We just wanted to say how much we appreciate you, the listener who continues to tune in and listen to us ramble on about <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and so I'm just going to read off a couple of the quick Spotify uh, statistics and these three may chime in when we do. We created in the last year 891 minutes of new content. That's a lot of bullshitting. That's a lot of rambling. <laughs> it's more than 76% of other creators in the religion and spiritual categories. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. They don't talk as much as we do. Yeah. <laughs> we have been heard in 38 countries. I was very impressed by that. That freaked yeah. me straight out. Our, the whole thing freaks me straight out. Our top five countries were the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, and Ireland. So the United States figure. makes sense because of population-wise. Yes. Canada, because we're kind of target Canada. United Kingdom and Ireland. You guys have castles and fairies. Like, why <laughs> <is it awesome? laughs> well, I mean, we have listeners in Saudi Arabia, yeah. New Zealand, Turkey. Like, shout out all to you. At, to just to everybody everywhere. This is amazing. Well, I know the two Australians that listen to us. So thanks, Shaz and Nadia. Uh, I don't know who Pass us around. Pass us around to your friends. So next one here is our podcast was in the top 15% of most shared globally. So that's kind of you guys are sharing. We appreciate that. If you could share some more, we always love that and appreciate it. I think on Spotify, you can give out stars. Please give us more stars. On Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave comments. So feel free to leave us comments. We know our audio quality is terrible. Please do not say that for the eighth time, but we'd like to positive comments. Give us positive comments. <laughs> Constructive <laughs> criticism that are polite. <laughs> we are in the top 5% of most followed podcasts. I don't really know what that means, but I'm going to take it. Yes. 5%, I assume that number we want it to be small. So we will take it. The listeners of our podcast, their personality is time travelers. Your fans are audio time travelers. They seek out podcasts that are new to them, regardless of whether they are new to the rest of the world. So yeah, I think that what that's saying is that we're not new on the block, but we see, still keep getting new followers. And that's a, what a lot of our listener base is. Yeah. Our listeners have scored our podcast five stars out of five. That's wow. just Thank wonderful. You. Thank you so much. I feel so privileged to be part of this. And if you're it's that one guy out there that gives us a one star review, I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> our podcast gained uh, saw a lot of gains this year. We are up 177% over last year in followers, 168 hours in content, 140% more streams than last year, and we're up 85% in listeners. My goodness. That's amazing. That's so great. Thank you, everybody, for 
sticking with us and letting yeah. us continue to do this. And so just two more things. You're all brilliant. Like you're really smart for we, listening to us. <laughs> we are 82 people's top podcast. So there's 82 people out there who listen to us a lot. <laughs> there's 392 of you who think we're good, but not the best. We're like in your top five. And there's 649 of you who think we're okay. in your top 10. <laughs> but okay. again, in your top 10, these could be people who follow 15, 20 podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, like me. Still, and the rest are true crime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're not true crime. So it's, it's yeah. difficult for us to get anywhere. <laughs> we had 22 episodes, which is exactly what we measured. And that's it. So yeah, I think as a little COVID project that we were going to do while stuck in isolation, it's been a lot of fun and I think we'll keep doing it. It has been fun. Yeah, well, and as great. we were saying earlier, these conversations really are conversations that we would normally have sitting around a campfire. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. and given restrictions, we haven't been able to get together and do that quite as often as we would like. Yeah. And... It seems to me this past summer was pretty fire ban heavy as well. It was. You, it was very know, dry. Very yeah. Dry so here. we didn't have a lot of chances to do the sitting around the campfire right. and chatting. So this has been really great to be able to get together with my wonderful friends. Yay. And, and I know like the nice thing is like the way we're doing this, I don't feel censored. I can say fuck shit crap, man. <laughs> and I think we're like, we're just being ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah. did a terrible episode on sex magic where we just talked about sex. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a great fun. It was good fun. It was, a, it was a terrible. It was like, oh, two minutes beforehand, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So what are some things that we want to see us do in the future? I want to go on the road. Yeah. Whether that's, again, at a festival, maybe doing a live podcast at a festival or something. That's I think that idea. would be great. That's why fun. we have our little technology. Yes. Yeah. The episode where Gwen did the interviews yep. was really great and really made me feel like I want to be out there amongst everybody again and do a live episode in front of an audience and see what that feels like. Right. See if that feels... That would be great. You know what would also be great? Would be because, you know, we are way out on the east coast of Canada here. I would love to make a road trip if some somebody out there wants to invite us to your festival and tell let us know about your festival. I'd love to travel and be invited somewhere to do the podcast there. That would be really fun. I, I think, think we need fun. to get famous enough that they would pay our way to do that. Price <laughs> <laughs> uh, a gas. That's yes. <laughs> and think, well, you've got a camper we can pull behind your <laughs> we'll, car. We'll, we'll just road my, trip it we'll, there, we'll, man. We'll that's it. <laughs> like we have some festivals coming up in the new year. We'll, yes, we we'll, do. We'll be at those here in Nova Scotia. I'm going to try to travel a little bit in the summer. I'll try to get to Three Rivers in Ontario and uh, some of the Druid festivals down in the States. That's why I bought a camping hammock. Yes. Yeah, so we'll try to get out and do some more. I'd also like to see us like we have a long list of guests we keep planning. I, we just need to, to make it happen. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of those will maybe happen over the winter 
because it'll be cold and I won't want to leave my house. It'll be Zoom. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a little Zoom heavy, but a couple of guests planned from the States. So it's not like they're driving over to the house anyway. So mm -hmm. yeah. great. I will enjoy that very, very much. And I just think the whole Zoom phenomenon has been so beneficial to so many people on so many different levels that, you know, us being able to use it for our podcast, how simple is that, that you can connect with somebody and, and do a, a recording with them and speak to them face-to-face -face in quotations on the screen. We just did a whole disability episode and I didn't mention how great Zoom was for accessibility and I feel like a dummy now. <laughs> I'm going to mention it now. Yeah. Because you're not going to hear that episode probably till January. Yes, because I messed it up. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Krista. <laughs> yes. So that's true. But what are some things you want to see us do? Well, I'm going to make it about me. That's I, okay. I'm, I'm going to be, hopefully in January, we'll drop on the opposite weeks episodes where I um, take a folk or fairy tale and invite people and we maybe deconstruct a little, take some of the magic out of it and see what we might do in our own lives out of that, what we do use out of our own lives, out of those stories. And I've got some interesting people ready to go and- You heard it here first. It. Gwen is gonna make her own podcast and she stuck to it and now she has to do it. Yeah, yeah, I only got And I'm not gonna let her invite. edit this part out. <laughs> I only got this invite because I said to Brian, I wanna make this podcast. And he's like, oh, I'm already got getting a podcast on the go, come join us which, you know, all my friends are here, so of course I wanted to come. <laughs> I really, I still really want you to do an episode on Humpty Dumpty and invite Karen and talk about human resources and gathering people together <laughs> and organizing them to put him back together again. And that how much manpower awesome. that would involve. How much manpower that would involve. <laughs> That's amazing. I have Karen on tap for other things. For the podcast and our patrons, I have an idea. I'd love to do some sort of interactive online thing where we share some some magical experiences in our own lives. So this is about being a pagan in the in today's sort of society and how we manage and everything. And I think maybe a an online interactive um, part would be a nice way to move forward also we've had a lot of listeners um sending questions yeah some kind of general and fun and some really deep and we're gonna have to think about and so we've got a lot of we've got a lot of ideas for the new year yep and our podcast is gonna be on a radio station that's right yep uh, so that'll be fun. It's just a little local radio station. It's the one Maeve is on every yep. other Friday. Uh, yes, every second Friday on ckdu.ca, you can listen to The Witching Hour. Yes. And I've been doing that for... Since the, the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time. Since I was a Pretty size... Pretty sure a dinosaur put the well, tower up. probably itself. since I was a size eight or nine. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Not a chubby middle-aged lady like I am now. Yeah, the uh, witching hour has been on CKDU in one form or another since 1991. Wow. Long time, long time. And I have been doing Witching Hour uh, since 98. Wow. Now, I took a year off to have a baby, and of course, there's a year or so with COVID, so, but still over 20 years, long time. But you can tune into every second Friday, uh, ckdu.ca, 
and I'm on there. And sometimes, hopefully in the future, beautiful Margo will be back with me. Yes, once the insanity that. of the Christmas season is over, is over yeah, yeah, and, I am uh, trying very hard not to get myself way too psyched out over that because yeah, it's, it's going to be, be nutty. Yeah, and often Galen's on with me too. So yes, and they're going to be putting the podcast on their radio station yeah. too. So that's it'll be on the opposite Fridays. Maybe not the opposite Fridays. Oh. Somebody may be taking that, but at some point or another, it will oh, okay. be there too. So that's really great. That I'm really excited about that. I really like your idea of we get a big Zoom thing going on and. Then again, don't be surprised because I have a face and body tailor made for radio. You might be surprised oh, when you notice face to face. Back in '98, you're no Rex Murphy. <laughs> no, no, but all of us, you might go, "Oh, is that really them?" I'm going to have to make my hair beautiful like yours or something. Margo, it's going to have to happen. It's like, no, really, that can't just be wear tie dye and you'll be fine. Well, she's got that beautiful tie dye scarf. This week you're channeling me. It's it's crazy <laughs> business. So maybe we'll do a little um uh, we'll do a little uh, New Year magic to get even more ideas. Yeah. Or I'll do our own sex match. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna be hearing that in a little Not while. all together in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> that episode is funny. <laughs> um yeah, and like yeah, that's something we could do for like the patrons. That'd be really fun. We invite all them to. Oh, I thought you were saying no, no, sex <laughs> I'm going well. Talk about bonus Ooh. content. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you can tell I'm getting tired. <laughs> that's very good. So. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I hope you're all going to have a real nice Yule. Yes. Yeah. Happy Yule. Everyone's going to have a real nice Yule. And do you, were, weren't we going to speak about little things we do for New Year's? Were we talking about? Yeah, sure. You could do that now. Yeah, so. So this will be the last episode of the year. Yeah. The next episode, of course, would be January 4th. So we wanted to take a moment about what we do. Like, we're pagan. Mm. So our, technically for me, I always view the New Year as a 
October 31st. Yes. November 1st. But of course, the rest of society moves on and New Year here in North America is January 1st. Yeah. So for what calendar are, year? Yes, calendar for the calendar. Year. So calendar. what is what is your guys's plans for the new year? How do you approach it? I'm usually beat to a snot <laughs> by the time New Year comes around. I have worked in retail my whole life. Christmas is a nut. You're exhausted. Yeah, exhausted. And uh, we're already gearing up at the flower shop now. Like we've started prep. We also have do gift baskets, goodie baskets, and that has just gone through the roof this year with like corporate orders and things like that. So generally for me, New Year's means sleeping. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Mm-hmm. So for me, I <laughs> I photograph Santa photos yes. all month of December. So I'm <laughs> working multiple jobs this month. So come December 23rd, I am done. I always take Yule off uh, for myself personally, but yeah, I, it's nice because I always get a nice big break between Christmas and New Year's, just spend it with family and relax. And I, I get to focus on some like personal projects. I'm still doing my clergy training with ADF, so I hope to do a, a lot of that uh, in, those, in that week. I need to start badgering some people about other projects such as recorded meditations and recorded stories just for the podcast and that's that's a good chance for me to do that because people will be beaten down and it'll be difficult for them to say no do you do any sort of magical working new year's eve or new year's day no like i said you for save me, that for Samhain. that's Samhain yeah, for me yeah Samhain. personally i hate new year's but it's nothing to do with the date itself it was just a personal thing because my wife always worked on new year's eve We'd have to go downtown the bars. We we just despise it. So this year, though, we have members of the Grove coming over, and we're just going to get drunk and eat Chinese food. And Perfect. probably go to bed at 10 o'clock because we're adults. <laughs> <laughs> I did just have a thought, though. I just finished a, just tonight, not tonight, tonight, the night of our recording, a four-week course through our community health team on self-compassion. And a lot of the practices that I learned are really striking true and have quite somewhat of a magical overtone to them. Mm. I can see how easily it would be to adjust some of the practices to make them a little bit more magical personally. So coming through into the new year, it is something I do want to incorporate into my life more and focus on more in my life. I have noticed small adjustments over the past four weeks of doing this course of, you know, our, our typical self-talk and our recorded loop tapes of things in our heads. And I'm really looking forward to being more mindful, taking action to look after myself i think yeah, yeah. Nice. that's wonderful mm -hmm. that's yes wonderful. if your local community health team offers courses or and these were as we say we're in canada our health care is free this was these are all free for uh, for us to access 
So if you can explore and inquire in your own community to see what might be available, I really found it helpful on a sort of emotional, psychological level, but I can really see how I can incorporate these in my spiritual practice as well. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to you talking more about that. I mm-hmm. will enjoy hearing more about that. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve for me for 20 some years was my wedding anniversary. So that was usually what New Year's Eve was to me, was my wedding anniversary. (laughs) And then when I became single, it was a time I didn't talk to anybody or want to do anything for many years afterwards. So New Year's Eve was not uh, a thing for me. Now it doesn't bother me, but for a good five to seven years it did bother me. But the one thing I do do, and I've done for many, many years, usually close to midnight or even on the first, I would, you know, shuffle up my tarot cards and I would lay out four cards and then four cards under each one of those. And I looked at that as a forecast, a bit of a forecast or something to be thinking about for each season. So the first one would be for winter. And it was like, what's going to be going on? would be the top card and underneath of it is how do you handle it kind of idea and I would I would do that that is the one thing I would do and because my phone went kaput I've lost what the last one I forget completely because the picture was on my phone but what what this fall was uh, supposed to be but I do like to do that I do 12 cards one per month oh do you that's a good one yeah one card per month and um, now like Brian, primarily I, for my spiritual practice, you know, follow that sort of Celtic pagan calendar. And so I, I work at a hospital, so it's seven days a week, you know, 24 hours coverage. So I will always pick up a Christmas day shift or Christmas Eve shift or both. This year I'm working both the 24th and 25th because I'm going to have my solstice. I'm going to have my time. And that way somebody else that that could have been working, could have been scheduled to work and be home with their families. And I often will do that on New Year's now as well um, because it's not really my New Year's. So Mm -hmm. I'll be working those at the hospital. The solstice, I be facilitating rituals in the prison and so I get to attend ritual there. I will be out of province and because I I travel I'm within the Maritimes and I will miss seeing. So the the morning after the longest night we always go to the cliff and drum up the sun and I will miss that but I'll find the I'll find east mm-hmm. I'll find, find east, east and watch the sunrise before I I haven't done that in a couple of years and no, I did it for years and years and years yeah. so I have to have to do it this yeah, and I haven't done it either oh, because of knees but even but I have one new knee next yeah. year I'll get another new knee and maybe the following year I'll You'll be, be able to go out on the cliffs well, again even I went after Dave was unable to walk on the cliffs we drove to the lookoff mm-hmm. at least sat in the car and watched mm-hmm. the sun come up so you know you modify your mm-hmm. you modify your expectations i guess but so right. my modification will be staring off to the east to watch the that sunrise after the longest night 
and draw my cards on the first for the for the I might try that wonder. 12 the 12 month one really i was just thinking i really like yours so we might switch it up <laughs> every season you know we have when you were talking about uh the, we we're talking about the drumming up the sun we've had some beautiful mornings. we've had some beautiful mornings. beautiful beautiful mornings. we've had some bitterly cold ones but they've been beautiful <laughs> they were beautiful and well, because we're right here on the east coast of of canada and right over the ocean the sun is coming up and the steam can be going on the ocean it's beautiful We've well i don't beautiful. i don't want to hex it but it's what is it november 30th and it is currently 12 degrees outside well, <laughs> and that's so for a couple yeah. days it was yeah, cold. celsius not Fahrenheit. celsius, celsius. <laughs> but we're expecting a uh, ugly storm tonight. warm oh so tonight storm. but what i'm saying is like by the time you're drumming up the sun it may not be that cold yeah you just jinxed it, man. Yeah, I told you. You're I totally just going to be like minus 20 that morning or something stupid. It's going to be awful. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or raining. I won't go into pouring rain. Sorry, I won't do that. <laughs> no, I remember packing up kids and off we go and yeah. getting up at six o'clock to make hot ch- t- you know, big I thermoses of hot chocolate. chocolate or Dave but we would bring the uh, firewood. Yeah. yeah, Dave would bring, you would also bring the Coleman stove yeah. and we'd make cider or whatever it was. But we are so blessed and so lucky that we can leave our house and be at the coast in 10 minutes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're very fortunate. We're very fortunate. Well, it's funny. Where we're sitting right now is probably the most inland I've been in a couple of months. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just since Bryfield. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, it, it's, it, that's true because you can see the ocean yeah, from right your from backyard, my, right, right from, from your yard. Window. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. And we hope you're having a wonderful solstice and you're going to have a great new year. And many, many wonderful things are in store for you. And if you have any comments or suggestions, we're always looking for suggestions for shows. Constructive, polite criticisms. We're happy to hear those as well. You can contact us on our Facebook page. And we'd like to thank our Patreons. We're always very grateful. And we're especially grateful for all of our listeners. I'm so privileged to be part of this. I'm I'm so grateful for everything. Three Witches and a Druid Podcast would like to take a moment to shout out to our amazing Patreon supporters from all around the world. Without your generous contributions, now and over the past two seasons, we could not bring you this magical content, and we thank you once again for listening. So until next time, everyone, Merry Meet. Merry part and merry meet again. Blessed be. This has been Three Witches and a Druid Podcast. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.